You got to let go of the seed and stop treating the seed like it's your harvest. You hold it on tight to the seed. A seed cannot grow if you don't release it into good soil to allow it to grow the way it needs to grow. And when you plant that seed, I didn't say bury the seed because when you bury it, it dies. When you plant it, it can grow. When you plant that seed, you got to water it with the expectation that it's going to grow. Every time that I plant a seed, I plant that seed in my mind expecting it's going to 10x at least Mm. in its return. And because I believe that it's going to 10x and because I expect that and because I'm watering it with that expectation and I'm nurturing it with that belief system, it always at least 10x. When I drop $10,000, it turns into $100,000. Drop $100,000, it turns into a million. I recently invested $600,000 at one time in two days within myself. It turned into $7 million. So what I'm telling you to do is drop that seed into good soil with expectation, water it with belief, and you will be surprised at how fast it's going to grow for you. to another awesome episode of the Path to Prosperity podcast, where we help you make, manage, and multiply Multiply. money. I am Ash Cash, the financial motivator, Storm Leroy, the employed millionaire, and Double M, Marvin Mitchell, Mr. Become Your Own own Bank. bank. Let's go. Yo, we in the building. Yo, yo, look, episode number three. Yeah. We we, we starting to like each other. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I think we need about three more That's episodes. That's an understatement at this right. point. We start to like each other. Pause. Um, y'all want to talk about debt today, though. I mean, dang, like, hi. How you doing? Like, nah, can we can nah, I get right? a right? What did we do yesterday? Did we talk last night? Like, like, where we at? Debt, like, they don't even, we ain't nah, even say hello. Debt, son. He went straight nah, to like, We ain't even say hello to everybody. You talking about some. Let's talk about debt. Premium people. All my premium people. Baby, let's talk about How many of y'all want to talk about debt? Let's talk about all the good things you could happen when you free. We talk about debt. Look at him. Look at him. The Lou, baby. Loosen up. We don't do that. We don't do that. What song is that? I know what that is, bro. What is it? I know that. Look. No, it's crazy because we talking about we talking about debt today. Yes. And so many things about debt that we could talk about because, like, the interesting thing about debt is that people have such a weird connection when it comes to debt. It's such a polarizing topic. Like, you got got your fanatics out here that's in a rush to be debt-free. And they think that debt-free is a movement, but but I see them and they stay struggling. They they, they almost debt-free. Now, granted, if you had a horrible... um, horrible experience with debt and you found a way to control it, you do get some discipline out of that. So that's yeah. a good thing. I'm not trying to knock it all away. I did the whole Dave Ramsey seven steps back in the day, froze my cards, took cash out, paid How did that things. work for you? It was, it was cool? It was good, but yeah. I was poor. <laughs> you know? I was still so broke. it wasn't good. But 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 it felt good. It felt good. Paying off the interest rate, the credit cards. But yeah. now, like, you know, I got I got more money. I got more things. I got more possessions. Exactly. I got more things that I want to do. I travel more. So so the thing is, is that debt isn't bad. Bad yeah. debt is bad, Absolutely. but there's also a, yeah. a debt that can make you rich. We was just with um, Grant Cardone yep. right. at the conference. Yep. And Grant Cardone, what he, he talked about, like, this man has, he's a billionaire. Yeah. He still uses debt. You have on to use debt. almost everything that he does. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, what's the dude named Elon Musk? He yep. just bought Twitter. He probably could have purchased Twitter yep. just yeah. straight out. 
taking out a loan. He took, but he took out a loan. He yeah. got debt. So why do people who are wealthy use debt? I was always taught it was the devil. It was bad to have any kind of debt. Yeah. And I was debt is slaver is uh, slave to the lender. All of those scriptures that was misquoted, misused, mistalked about to make me think was debt is bad. But the crazy thing is, is that. I don't know one multimillionaire mm. that has never used debt mm. in order to do what they needed to do. Yeah. So the people who are talking about, oh, debt is bad. Debt is bad. You a slave. The the uh, the, the religious people mm. talking about how debt is so bad have debt on their mortgage. Right. Yeah. Ooh, that's a fact. So anyway, yeah. I'm done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know, here's the deal, right? Um, you know, I realize that a lot of people who don't understand how money works, automatically say debt is the devil, debt is bad, where the truth is debt is actually a wealth-building tool, mm-hmm. right? So I'll give, give, give you a prime example. Um, I purchased my first home when I was 25 years old. My first home, I was a banker. My first home cost $425,000. Can you... There's no way, there is no way on God's green earth at 25 years old that I would, as an employee of a mm-hmm. bank, that I could have saved $425,000. So if debt was bad, right? So think about it. I left the projects when I was 24, yeah. though, right? So I lit, I grew up in the projects. I, you know, roaches, rats, 129th Street, 8th Avenue. Like, I, I love St. Nick. I love the project. Not in hindsight, though, right? Because I lived here, literally. <laughs> um, so let me give you a quick story. My my projects was about uh, 16 acres, right? And it was 14 buildings going up to 14 floors. Every day, people threw their garbage in the incinerator. Mm. And when they threw their garbage in the incinerator, the garbage man within the projects, the housing man, would take all of the bags and mm. throw it in this in this in this compartment. Well, sanitation just came once a week, which was every Wednesday. I'm trying to see how this is gonna get the debt. Let's, look, let's go. Which, there. which meant look, which meant this, which means every Wednesday they took all of the garbage from all 14 buildings. But guess what happened on Thursday, on Friday, on Saturday, on Sunday, on Monday, on Tuesday? All of that garbage piled up in this one place. Mm. And guess, I lived on the first floor, so guess who window was directly adjacent to all of this garbage? So when I say I was raised in the projects, roaches and rats, like, I'm dead serious. Like, my, my, I had roaches and, and big rats living with me, <laughs> right? I'm still and, waiting. And so I'm listen, listening. I'm listen, listening, bro. Listen, Linda. I'm trying. Right? So now, I'm 24 years old. And I said, you know what? I'm tired of living with the rats and roaches. Right. And I want to be trash free. I want to be trash free. (laughs) And so trying to get trash free, Mm -hmm. if I listened and thought that debt was bad, (laughs) I would have not went to the bank and asked them for an FHA loan where I could put 3% down to get a $425,000 house. If I listened... And they told me debt was bad. Right. Mm. I would still be in 2406 8th no, no, Avenue. You're too old for that. With the with, with the trash. With mm. the with the trash, with the rats. They didn't move with you though, did they? They did you not move, move them with in. Me. That's good. No, you know what I'm saying? Worried about and it. so and so it 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 is it is that 
Can we put? Can we play like sad music? This is. It, it was that pain. Smallest violin in the world. It was that pain. It was that experience of understanding how people were telling me that I shouldn't use debt when I actually used debt to free me. Thank you, mm. brother. So that's wow. my story. We appreciate hey, that. Hit on that storm. He said he um, used debt to free me. Debt yeah, is freedom. I, I'm, I'm going to give you the easy math to debt for yeah. me. The easy math. And my story wasn't hot, though? Like, no, the story was I mean, hot. Was like, good. I was thinking about hot garbage. It definitely was hot. <laughs> I mean, it was hot. So was I hot. have a phobia of rats. Right. So okay. anytime somebody say rats. Yo, and I'm, I'm in like, New York City, though. Okay, so if you Google right now, that's they exactly have the issues right now. Bro. Right. New York City rats right is now, like different. It's been there. It's been that way. That's why I don't go to New York. So that's what I'm saying. So how y'all don't have no sympathy? Like, I'm telling y'all, like, these guys were in my house. You should have moved out of New York at that time. Yo. No, nah, bro, was, them rats been a problem for a long yeah, time, man. It, it's not that bad. <laughs> Just stay off oh, the train. Because nah, that street, you I walked out, I saw one. Oh, it's all oh, from the time, Brooklyn. We it. made it. No. Oh, so you said it's not just a project problem. Brooklyn, we made it. That's it's a New York what, okay, City I got problem. You. Are they, is they, are they Brooklyn, bad in Brooklyn? Brooklyn, too? we made it. Are Brooklyn, they bad made in Brooklyn? it too. Uh, under the, the value of debts, the debt, even no, I, I, I was gonna say even even rats have debts, right? <laughs> For his realistic <laughs> debt, so I have a hundred dollars. I tell you that I have a hundred dollars. All you have to do is give me $10 for this $100, mm. and you don't have $10. Mm. What are you going to do so you could get my $100? I'm going to borrow it. I'm going to borrow it, yeah. That's debt. You're going to go borrow $10 yeah. from somebody so you can give me $10 so I can give you $100. Mm. Like, look at it on a small scale. Yeah. And even if the person who's loaning you $10 say, said, you have to give me $50 back. You're going to borrow the $10. Hey, yo, hold, wait, 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 wait. So somebody say, yo, here's $10, mm -hmm. but you got to give me $50, $50 back. Yep. Yo, that is yeah. what a 4,000% increase. No, that's like Four, a, right? um, that's 400. definitely a uh, predator. Right. That's predatory, that. lending. predatory, predatory yes. lending. And you say, you telling me I, I should still go for that deal? Yes. If that's wow. your only option. Now, you know why? Because you're going to give me $10. I'm going to give you $100. And now you're going to pay them back the $50. That's like $40, $40, $50. Mm. Yeah. So that, that's infinite return. That's infinite return. You're going to give them $60. You didn't they use you, any yeah. of your money to begin mm. with. Right? It's infinite return on money. Like yes. That's just a small scale of debt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It makes so, sense. But we come from a world, especially in our community, where debt was always bad. It was always pay for something because everything's everything around us had to be paid for. Yeah. When we went to the store, we had to pay for something in totality. We had to pay for this. We had to buy a bicycle. Like my parents, when I was young, they didn't have credit cards. Yeah. They didn't know any the 70s? Yeah, yeah. Credit cards? It was oh, layaway. Facts. Layaway. Oh, yeah, I remember layaway. You remember layaway? Yeah, like yeah. layaway wasn't credit cards. Right. Layaway was putting something on layaway with interest. You had to pay more on it when you got yeah, it out right, slowly. That's right. still so we never knew. And then they taught us that thing. So we didn't understand, but we followed the doctrine of what our parents gave us. Yeah. Mm. And they only could give us what they taught and what they knew, right. especially my parents coming from the South. Yep. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Think, about, think about that whole struggle there of coming from the South. Yeah. Like you just didn't have anything. You know, I would listen, um, my mother and father who lived not far from each other, but didn't meet each other in the South. Mm. They met, met each other actually in New York City. But my um, mother, she 
you, she told me a story about how when she was um, 14 years old, uh, I think, yeah, she was 14 when my mother had my oldest sister. Hmm. And my mother actually got married at 14, 14, 15 years old. She ended up getting pregnant at 14 years old down south. Wow. Like, that's a different dynamic wow, down wow, south wow. Yeah, where yeah. being that young. Yeah. But my mother, you know, she ended up marrying a gentleman. He was an older gentleman from the military and stuff like that and came to my mother's parents' home back then in the south. You know, they lived in like a shed, basically. Not mostly a shed, but they had outdoor plumbing and everything of that nature and said, I want to marry your daughter. I want to take your daughter back with me to New York City because there was no that there was no life uh, ex expectancy of growing to become a entrepreneurial person or having a business or mm -hmm. having your own home or buying a home or buying land. It was nothing. Yeah. So my grandparents seen that it was more beneficial for my mother to marry this gentleman who was from the military and leave and come to New York to provide a better life for us. You know, like the future of what my mother what a better future for her and where I'm actually going with that is his whole thing is what he promised mm. was a home mm. promise to take his military money to use debt mm. to get a home, to start a business, to do these things. Like he didn't have a whole bunch of money, but what he had was military knowledge of credit debt, how to use that to start a home, to start a business, to start mm. these things. And by projecting that to my mother's parents, they understood it like the American dream. Uh. They knew he didn't have a couple hundred thousand dollars to buy a house, but they knew that he knew how to, how to use the system coming from the military. And that's exactly what happened yeah. when he got to New York City, yeah. provided those things for that amount of time. So it's not, it's, it's, it's not our fault. It's not our parents' fault. Is what they were taught. Mm. I'm only two generations away from slavery. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You know, people yeah. um, people just think that they always got to do things the hard way. Yeah. Just because their parents did it the hard way. And it's so crazy. And, and there's, there's such an easier way. And yeah. my mentor says it's easier to make a lot of money in a little bit of time than it is to make a little money in a lot of time. Yeah, yeah. And I'll explain, but like. People just choose the hard, the hard door. Yeah. They, 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 instead of just opening the door and walking through. It reminds me of a story. Do they choose man. it, or uh, is that what they've been given? That's what they've been ingrained in their head, and exactly. they don't know that it's an easy way. Mm. So, I one time I was seventeen, I snuck this girl in the house. Mm. My mom was, what was y'all laughing for? <laughs> like, yeah, act like y'all ain't never did nothing like that. So I snuck. My mom was away. I snuck this girl in the house. Right. Yeah. So. She came home early. You already know. So, uh -oh. so I told the girl, I say, okay, you need to go out of this. Her name was Julie. Remember <laughs> the name. She was serious when you remember the That's name. Not the Julie. Oh yeah, yeah. So I told her to go out the back door, and go around to your car. I'm going to distract my mom. Yeah. So I'm talking to my mom up there for. How five old was Julie though? She had a car. Yeah, right. I was seventeen. Okay, so she was at least sixteen. She okay. was sixteen. Right. So anyway, now you don't go to New York. So we oh yeah, I'm, I'm from St. Louis. Yeah, yeah we don't start getting early. cars till yeah. Nah, yeah, yeah. I'm about to say. No, nah, she had a car. Cougar before Cougar, but so she, so so anyway, five minutes. Yeah. She should be long gone, right? I go out to the window. My mom come to the window. She's like, "Who is that?" I look. There go Julie trying to hop this wooden fence. It was like a ten foot wooden fence. She was trying to hop the fence to go outside. Right. But what's crazy is there was a latch 
All she had to do was open the door. It was unlocked. She just had to walk through the door. Instead, she trying she to hop this, this 10-foot fence, right. making it hard. So my yeah. mom, she brings her in. Most uncomfortable thing ever. I'll never forget this. She set me on the couch. She set Julie on the couch right next to me, and she stared at us for like 10 minutes. Didn't say nothing. Just let us sit in that uncomfortableness. <laughs> I was like, and then I tried to get up. She was like, no, nah, sit down. She just stared at us. And, and I still remember that. That's ingrained because it reminds me of how people respond. Yeah. It's like there's an easier way. All you got to do is open a door to yeah. financial freedom and walk through it. But instead, because you thought you had to jump fences because you're standing in movies or something, you're trying to <laughs> jump a fence. It wasn't even... It wasn't even a chain link fence where she can. It was a wooden fence. There was no place for her to grip her foot. <laughs> she was trying to hop the wooden fence. So, so anyway, my, my oh, story man. is my story is there is an open door to financial freedom, mm. right. and if you keep thinking you got to do it the traditional way by trying to make enough income to pay off all of your debt, and so you pay off all your debt, you save in your four hundred one k's, you finally get the financial freedom. That's the hard way. Yeah. You got to use debt in yeah. order to make it easier because then you can leverage the debt yeah. in order to get enough income to pay. But the problem is the reason why you don't want to actually do what you need to do to get the debt and learn how to use the debt the right way to buy assets is because of your mindset and what you've been taught and you've been taught all wrong. If what you thought to be true yeah. about money turned out not to be true. When would you want to know? Mm, now. The Bible says that you should know yeah. the truth, and the truth shall set you free. So exactly. we are looking to set you free today. Yeah. Um, too What's, many people are so busy counting too. everybody else. What's that? What has been the most acceptable debt for us to have, but we don't look at it as a problem? Ooh. We've been taught that this debt, this one particular debt, is a must-to-have. A mortgage. Oh, before that before in your mortgage, life. Before a mortgage? College. Because they don't even tell you to, oh. to buy a home. He, you, think yeah. about that. Yeah. Talk they, about they, the they scam that you, you just, I saw on your Instagram. Oh, you saw that? Yeah. yeah. I said, I watched some of your Instagram. Oh, you, you, you watched some of my stuff? Yeah. <laughs> I think I even liked it. Look, look, look. No, look, I think I liked it. I talked about was basically. See, I said, college is a scam. No, I mean you, you just well, gave you just kind of gave it away. Though. What I said was, right? I know da 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 punchline, right? Uh, thanks. What I said was, look, I'm gonna make you an offer. I'm gonna teach you a trade. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna teach you this trade for one year. I'm gonna teach you something. So I'm teaching. I'm teaching. We get to the end of the year. I go. You know what? You need another year. Pay me again. So you pay me. You pay me the first year. Now you pay me the second year. Second year, I'm teaching you this trade. I'm teaching you and teaching you and teach you. Then at the end of the second year, I go. You need a little bit more. Pay me again, I'm going to teach you for a third year. Mm. You pay me, go, ah, I got to pay again. You pay me again, trust me. You pay me, I'll teach you for the third year. End mm. of the third year, you like, I'm ready. I go, you almost there. Mm. I promise you, this is the last year you're going to have to pay me. Mm. I'm going to teach you everything you need to know. So you pay me to get to the end of that, and I'm training you, training you. We get to the end, and now then I go, you're ready. Mm. I've taught you everything you need to know. Mm. Now you say, okay, bet. Now I could use this to start making money? Uh, no. Mm. Now you have to go out there and convince somebody else mm. that you've been taught enough so now they can grade what you've learned from me mm. and see if you're qualified enough so now they could pay you. Mm. And Does you can't work like hard enough because you could have worked to get all A's and paid all of the debt, but at the end of the day, it's a matter of it's 
Exactly. Do that person like you? Do mm. they think you can fit in so with their company? So does it sound like money. does it sound like a scam at some point? And when I say that, what I'm showing you is that when people hear that we pay mentorship yeah. for someone for for one year, mm-hmm. for six figures, they go, "Yeah, y'all crazy." Mm. But then we get results in one right. year. Right. But then that's a better deal. Uh, yeah. That's a much better deal. When you take on four years of debt with the promise of not having anything at the end of that, right. but you still have to go out and now prove to somebody that you're that, that what you've learned. So maybe they can hire you. Yeah. That's something you could think about. And it's this like is something hope. what I like about what we do in our but program. Scam means still confused about still money. Still confused about <laughs> money. Scam. <laughs> yeah. What I love about our program is that we allow people who get it get in our program. Yeah. Your spouse. A family member, your 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 significant other, is now allowed to be yeah. part of the program. Like yeah. so, we are literally saying, yeah. not only are we giving you information, yeah. but the person in your household, now they can learn off of this same program, and we're literally yeah. having <laughs> them pay for tuition that will give them immediate results. And you and you know you know this this is um the prosperity term of the day. I just made that up, but the term is really like return on investment. Oh, mm. big time. Right? Because I think that yeah, that's a good one. When people think about debt, interest rate, you know, like these are just blanket terms that they're not giving proper context to. But if you look at everything from a what is my ROI? Yeah. Right? So if I take if if, if I go to school, right? Uh because school is for some people. School is not for some people, mm. right. right? But if you're going to go to school and you're going to borrow money to go to school, what is your return on the investment that you've made? I'm, Which is not just the investment of money. Before you talk about it's it. It's also the investment of time. I got a girl that I dated, and you can finish the point, but this yeah. kind of goes to your you point. You dated somebody? Yeah, I used to. Yeah. Okay, cool. Just checking. Pause. Yeah, brother, finish up. Julie. <laughs> We gotta have a relationship. Uh, a relationship. We got you, right? We That's where this is going. We're we gonna talk after the show. <laughs> <laughs> so I went on, um, bro. This girl I dated. Yeah. She was high level job, making pro- making one hundred and fifty thousand easy, traveling mm. around the world, like awesome. Yeah. I'm thinking she in a great financial. I'm like, man, I ain't, I ain't dated nobody who made this much money yeah. ever. Like, I'm like, this is this is cool. You know what I'm saying? Then I then as we started getting closer and closer. Found out she was like struggling financially. Mm. Yeah, she had two hundred and fifty thousand dollars in student loan yep. debt. Wow, two hundred and fifty thousand. I'm like, she's making one hundred and fifty thousand, but she's struggling, broke every day. Wow, she's paying like three, four thousand a month in, into her student loans. Not to mention the credit. What's her name? Let's shout out. I ain't gonna shout her out. I ain't gonna shout. But yeah, I'm just saying. Like, yeah. so what was the return on investment on debt? Right. Somebody who went to school, not just. I'm talking about PhD. Right. Level schools. Right. All those years she sacrificed, didn't make no money. Then she went out, worked at a high paying job. She'd been out of out of college, she was out of college 12, 13 years, still yeah. struggling to pay these student wow. loans. Yeah. Turn on investment on that versus Yo, Exactly, right? So 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 you have that scenario where, you know, instead of just listening and going out and doing what everybody's saying to mm-hmm. do. There could have been some investigation done, right? Where you're investigating. Well, I right, bet if I invest two hundred fifty thousand dollars into this, um, you know, into this job or in, into this, uh, you know, college, and then I get a job paying me one hundred fifty thousand dollars, well, there's there's a disconnect there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Opposed to saying, hey, if I, um, you know, borrow money, and then I put that money into 
a uh, income-producing asset, and that asset starts to pay me back, uh, give me cash flow, and that cash flow is greater than what I got to pay back on that loan, then I don't care about interest rate. Right, because my my return on my investment is going to be high. If you know, if I borrow some, you know, you know, money, or not even borrow, like let's say if I have, you know, the means to pay, like you said, six figures for a mentorship or five figures for a mentorship, and in doing that, that mentorship gets me more income, then there is a return on the investment. And so I want everybody, you know, as you're you're going forward, you can't unhear this. Effective immediately. Anytime you start to, you know, look at debt and you're trying to figure out whether this debt is good or bad, stop listening to everybody who's telling you you want to be debt free. Because at the end of the day, debt free is is still broke, right? You could be debt free and still be broke and still not be financially free and still have to work for money. Our goal is for you to change your relationship with money. Instead of working hard for money, money needs to work hard for you. And so when you're making a decision on whether you're going to get debt or not, right, ask yourself, what is the return on investment for what I am about to use this debt for? Mm -hmm. And if you have a positive return on investment, then I say go for it. I got breaking news. Early prosperity, Jim. Oh, I got to drop it. Let's I go. I got to drop it. I got to drop it. Let's I got to drop it. I got to drop it. If you have a child and you're paying their tuition and they don't live at home with you, if mm. they live at home with you, you can write that off. Mm. But if they don't live at home with you, you cannot write that off on your taxes if you're paying your child tuition. What you do is you have your child work for your LLC. You make sure you're paying them enough money to cover their tuition. And you pay them the money. Pay them the money. They pay the tuition. They're able to write off that tuition on their taxes. Now, since you're paying them a salary, you're able to minus that tuition money you're actually giving them as a salary off your taxes for the year. So now that's two wins. You're now claiming less money, and now they're taking the tuition money, which is the salary you're paying them. They're paying the school the tuition, and they're writing that money off on their taxes Ooh, minus books and school. I had to drop that before Game. I forgot. Since you going there, since you dropping bars and gyms early, gym. bro, you, you, you I just didn't want to forget that I had to give him that. That's, no, a, that's, that's a tuition. You talking gym. about kids? Mega you know, gym. you talking? That's good though. That's yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, everybody do that. I do it with my kids. Make sure you have the right legal documents. You, you just, I just got a modeling contract. Yeah. For my kids, but like for me, um, you know, that's when I get a good idea. You hear that bell? There we go. So for me, <laughs> like what I have um, is, is like I know we all hear about these five twenty nine plans yeah. for your yeah. kids, and yeah, they you consult know, your accountants on all advice. We're not uh, financial advisors. Except I, I, I am a financial advisor. <laughs> That's what I said. So, except Marvin. Except so, Marvin. so <laughs> you know, I'm not a big fan of five twenty nine plans. The only time I'm a, will be a fan of five twenty nine plans is if you got grandparents, aunts, and families. The one good thing about 529 is that everybody in the family can contribute to that 529 yeah. plan if y'all made that like the Christmas mm-hmm. gift. Mm-hmm. But if that's not it, it's um it's re- it's restricted. You do It does grow tax deferred. You can take it out tax-free. All that's great. But the reason why I don't like to use it is what if they don't go to college? Bingo. You can transfer. You can transfer it to another child. But what if you don't got another child who needs it for education? Mm. Now, all of a sudden, you're going to have to take it out and pay the penalties anyway, right? Mm-hmm. The reason why I really don't like it is that what they don't tell you is that when you're saving in that 529 plan for your for your child, that 529 actually counts against that child's expected family contribution, Ooh. which is EFC. What that means is when they apply for financial aid, aid yes. through a school, 
they're going to look at that 529 as the child's assets mm-hmm. and income, et cetera, which means they're going to say, well, they're not eligible for financial aid because they have this 529 plan. Wow. Yep. So what I do is I another way to use life insurance effectively Uh-oh. When you use life insurance, it does not count against any expected family contribution. In fact, this is a huge wealth planning strategy for college. Many people think that they got to choose if they save for retirement and save for their child's education. They think it's an either or. But life insurance is a both and because not Mm -hmm. only can you save in it for yourself, Mm -hmm. um, you can be the owner. The child can be the beneficiary if you wanted to. You can utilize that money to buy assets, but you can also utilize that money for education. And if Mm -hmm. that child decides not to go to college, you can still borrow against it tax-free to use it for entrepreneurship or whatever else you want to use it for. You wow. can, We ain't going to go here, but we can create a family wow. trust. Let's go there. We already started giving them the gyms. Wow. You want the gyms? You, you can create a family trust around that so you can actually have that child and do should we go there right now? Yeah, we, you know, know. We're gonna do a whole episode on that. We're gonna do a whole episode. We're gonna break down the whole. We, we're gonna do a whole episode. But just know the short us. version because we'll do a whole episode. You can set it up where that child will have to come to you to borrow against the policy, yes. and you would have to approve it. You can become a trustee. You can approve that for college education for an investment to make sure they're not use you mm, minimizing yeah, wisely. Whole, you can make them pay thing. them back mm. like it's a bank, like. You don't. They don't got to pay it back. So if their business fails, it's not the end of the world. It's a lesson learned. But at the end of the day, they can pay it back. You can do a whole structure around that. But wow. that's some powerful stuff. But not 529 plans, if you can help it, I wouldn't pr- prefer it. I would prefer you get life insurance and you use that for college savings. Man, yeah. man, that's powerful. And, you know, one, one of the other things, though, I also want to say, because it, it, it almost sounds like we're – uh, debunking myths, right? So we talked about debt. The truth about money. Right? We talked about college. We talked about 529 plans. You know, one of the things that I also think is one of the biggest travesties or things that we're being taught when you think about the American dream and they say, you know, buy a house and they say, you know, you know, you know, get a good job, oh. you know, work happily ever after, all of that stuff. 40-40. Look, that 40-40 plan. But think about this. Buying a house is the worst. A single family home. I was gonna go there next. Is yes, the that's worst right. investment that you could possibly make, especially if you are young. I'm gonna it's say horrible. that again. If you are a young person, buying a single family home is one of the worst things that you could possibly do. Let me explain. Jim. Think about this. You are a young person, you're not making a lot of money. And you go to the bank and you say, hey, bank, I want to take out a loan and take and, and buy this house. The bank is going to now look at your income and they're going to base the amount of home that you could qualify for based on your income. Right mm. now, because you just started out, you might not make a lot of money. Luckily, when I when I started, I was making a decent amount of money. That's how I was able to get a four hundred and twenty five thousand dollar home. But. What if that person who starts doesn't have a lot of money, can't really afford, you know, a, a four hundred thousand dollar house? So now their first home is gonna be in a, uh, you know, a, a, in a bad area, maybe a low, you know, low uh, uh, value, right? Mm-hmm. Because that's all they could afford. Now their mortgage payment is solely reliant on their income, so they have to make sure that they keep this job. Because if they ever lose this job, they are they're not going to be able to pay this mortgage. 
And so now it's the cycle, right? The pressure, the cycle begins over and over and over again. Even if they don't want to work, they have to work because they have this home that they've been told that they have to keep for 30 years because they got a 30 year mortgage. And so that it guaranteed the work 30 years. But what if, what if? Uh oh, come on now. Lob it to me. Give me an alley oop. What if instead of young people getting a uh, single family home, there we go, they decided, let me get a multifamily home. And what happens is a lot of people think, well, a multifamily home is going to cost more. And a multifamily home, I don't make enough money to be able to get the multifamily home. But did you know, did you know that the banks count 70% of the rent that you will receive from the other apartments as income? Oh, wait, that's good. I like that. As income. So Hold on, wait, you gotta pass that. You gotta pass that to Storm because no, I, I like where he's going, man. But I like where it's going. I, I like to have go, guy, guy, man. I so, stop and if you need me, he good. So, go on. Let me see. This means he ain't sweating yet, Moff. That if I saw <laughs> nah, a fourth some bars. If, if if I saw a four family home and I said, Oh, you know what? I wanna buy that four family home. But you know what? What does the rent go for in this area? That means that even if I'm making $20,000 a, a year, that the bank is going to take 15% of that $2,000 or $1,500 or whatever the rent is and add that as income. So now instead of making $20,000, I make the $50,000 or the $70,000 that I would need to wow. qualify for that four-family home. I didn't know that. And now immediately, you know, you, know what, you know what you did at that point? In your 20s, you have now achieved mortgage freedom because you never will have to pay mortgage again mm. the rest of your life wow and ash is so serious as he stares pause <laughs> so Storm, no, that, before, you, that, Storm, before you pick that up yeah add just a little bar yeah, to yeah, that. yeah so you talked about the front end and mm -hmm. keeping your job for the mortgage i had an opportunity to experience the back end of people with the single family um, single family home yeah the back end, because what happened was they left. When, when people would lose their job or whatever, I had people who wanted to be debt-free so bad that they were paying extra payments mm. toward their house, oh giving them more God. extra money to the bank because yeah. they thought that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get this paid off in, in 20 years instead of 30 years. And they even refinanced for 15 years so they can pay it off quicker. What they didn't realize is that when they lost their job and their income became short and they realized they couldn't take the money from the 401K because it was tied up, so they were 59 and a half without a penalty. They then went to try to get the money out of the mortgage. They said, well, if I paid all this extra mm. money, I should be able to tap nope. into some of the extra money I put in. The banks made them fill out 15-page application, and because their income wasn't there because they lost their job, they said, mm. no, you can't get this money, but I pay extra. It don't matter. Once you pay wow. those extra payments, that money no longer belongs to you. It belongs to me. It belongs to the bank. It was a trap. Wow. They thought that they had to pay yeah. it off quicker, but really they put themselves into a bad financial situation Man. where they ended up struggling. So pick that up. Yeah, I'm always against anybody paying extra mortgage payments when you can be taking that money to invest. Yeah. Yep. This is something like for me, like just a structure I have for myself. My primary residence, of course, I have my life insurance, take care of my mortgage, take care of my family, if anything. I mean, excuse me, not to take care of my mortgage, take care of my family. My mortgage has a life insurance policy for itself, mm. meaning I have a regular term life that's for my house. That's not for my family. I have a whole life. I have all, I have all that. But the thing is, when you die, 
portion of your life insurance is going to pay for your mortgage. If you have a million dollars, let's say you have a $500,000 life insurance, you have $300,000 left on your mortgage. If you mm. die, 300000 is going to come out of your life insurance to cover your mortgage so your family could stay in that house. That leaves $200,000. I'm quite sure you didn't want to leave $200,000 for them. Like, this is a scenario for me currently with my primary. I don't want any of my whole life or any of that money coming out. So what I do, I have a simple term that costs $20 for a half a million, about $25 for $500,000. That's not for my family. That's for the house. If something happens, that policy will pay the mortgage off on that house so they don't have to worry about it. And my family will get the whole life. And if any money's left over, guess where that goes? And so the brokerage account. Like you have cons- always consider your mortgage being paid off, your mortgage being paid off. I never agree with making any uh, more, more mortgage payments than necessary when that's money you can make. Yeah. And I also feel that anyone who wants to buy properties, start with the process. Either you can do a quad. I always say get you a duplex. Mm-hmm. Find yourself, if there's a program, for example, you do FHA, get a duplex, live in one side, rent out the other. Fulfill the obligations of the duplex for one year. Now you move out. Matter of fact, I'm going to do one even better. You, your girl, you're engaged. Mm. You're going to get married. You're going to get married, and you say, we're going to buy us a house after we get married. Don't do that. Mm. (laughs) Don't do that. What I want y'all to do is think about this. I want you to go get an FHA. I want her to go get an FHA. Mm. I want both of you to go buy a duplex. Mm. Rent out the top floors. Both of you, you know, you live in one, she lives mm. in the other. She comes over, spend nights with you as usual, doing y'all regular things, <laughs> still engage. After the year's over, she moves out. You move out. Now you rent out both of those apartments. You have a duplex, oh, wow. fully occupied paying rent. You have another duplex, fully occupied paying rent. Now, what you would like to do then is buy your dream home, but I'm going to do you one better. If you have an understanding spouse, that was just one year. How about y'all move out, fill up them duplexes, and for one more year, go get another duplex. Mm. Go get another duplex. Mm. That's only two years out of your life. Now you both move out. You do that that again for a year. Now you have four duplexes, Mm. cash flowing. Mm. Then you buy your primary residence. And you're living for free. You need to have a partner that understands finances will destroy your marriage. Have Mm. other things paying for that primary Mm. residence. If you have someone, male or female, that's so hell-bent on spending money on a wedding, Mm. 30, 40, Mm. 50,000, didn't want to spend another boatload to go buy a house when really all y'all need to do is set up these assets. Yeah. You need to reevaluate your relationship. Mm. Anyone whose main goal is for for them to be happy while you become miserable, and if you're the breadwinner mm. and they just sit home and relax and you pay for everything, I need you to evaluate that. I'm talking like a man who's scoring because I'm gonna tell you something. <laughs> I want to give you. I want to give y'all <laughs> something to understand. Storm, let's I'm talk saying, about. Let's ain't talk nothing about you that. can do you about to, it. Like finances, financial situations break break up households, Storm, and it comes from up. men not being men. <laughs> and you, you ain't got to, to find a, out <laughs> the hard way. hard way. Like you gotta understand. Like really, if you're not, you if you're not decisive, I'm not listening to y'all. I'm not listening to y'all. If y'all, if you're not decisive enough to be able to make a firm decision in your relationship and she's looking at you as the as the man in the house to be able to make a decision but every time you turn around and go 
I don't know. You tell me. Mm. How how impactful are you going to be when there's really a financial decision to make oh, when she mm. go, should I take this credit card and get this back for $7,000? So you said put your foot down. Man in the house. Man, I said put your foot down. You da, said, da, man, in the house, put da, your foot down. You got you to gotta be firm. You said, you said man. superior man, da, put your foot back. Listen, man. Listen, what you, what, da, what are you going to do? If you, if, you don't, if you don't make a decision on the finances in the house, especially mm. one that involves you paying all the bills, you paying for oh, everything. Oh, so you're saying wait, men wait, pay all the bills. Wait, let's talk I'm about that. I'm not saying we do, Can but, we talk about that? But even if, even if your woman has a job, guess what? Oh. She's still going to go. A lot, not not all of them. About that, why should I have to pay all the bills? Uh oh. What do you think about that? Why, why do I have to pay any of the bills? You make more than me. Uh oh. Ooh. What if she makes more? Because because oh, because what, what I say then. is that is that is that the hey. men the nowadays fix are, are, are intimidated by hey. women who make more money than the man. So if the woman of... makes more money than the man, and the woman comes home and she says, "Because I make more money, then I'm I put my foot down and you listen to me, man." Hey, storm, stop him. Oh, Stop. go ahead, Wait. him. Him what? what? Him, him, him downstairs. Him, him what? Tell us about it, him. No, Ash tried to talk all powerful. Where, where your wife at? Where your wife? Because his wife come around, he going to be like, what you say? What you say? I, uh, I, I wasn't him talking downstairs. about you. I was talking I about you, some fetch other people. The, fetch out to the first lady. But I'm saying, you, we, we got to be decided. Like, no, is, no, no. But, but, but what do you think about that? in the household. When do you believe yes. that the man should... Pay all oh, you, of the bills. Oh, you know I love this. You, what? I mean, because it's good. Because then I'm gonna what? say, I'm gonna say this is very yeah. important because we're talking about debt, right? Yes. Yeah. And we're talking about money and finances, and that's oh, one of the big things, like in relationships. Comments go, go um, crazy. A lot of people say, a lot of people Comments say, well, that's crazy. cool, but my spouse, we together, like, or not even spouse, girlfriends, even like yes. whatever, boyfriend, uh -huh. like I'm just mm. whatever. But so, here's the problem, you though. Think? You can marry debt. Oh. If you marry someone who has debt, guess what? You marry debt, that becomes mm. your debt, your responsibility. Yeah. Now, if you're filing tax returns together and they owe money, guess where the money's coming out of? Those taxes because you married someone that had bad mm. debt. Mm. You, so, need to, you need to really consider that. So here's my thing about paying bills. Yeah. If, should, should a man pay? Man, should, should a man pay the bills, B? All Stop skating. Be skate key. Stop skating. Empire. I believe no, 1%. You know, if you skate. guys, if, if both of you are making a good equal amount of money, yeah. no. And I'm going to tell you why. Mm. No what? No, 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 he don't pay all the bills. Okay. Ooh. You're not going to pay all the bills. Word. Only reason I'm paying all the bills if you're doing something that, that justifies me paying the bills. If you're helping me run my company, mm. of course I'm paying the bills because you're saving me. Tens of thousands no, it, of dollars. Is, 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 but if, this is married? This is so you married? Married. If okay. you're, if you're married to me. No, you. we work for the company together. Okay. But if we work for the company together, <laughs> yeah. But if you just sitting home, chilling, mm. doing nothing, don't have a career, and and no, I'm sorry. What? I can't. Wait, Hold on. What you think? Wait, 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 no, wait, I'm not paying no, 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 no. What are you doing? I, I see where he's going there. What's the justification? It's good to talk about. So you saying that if if she's not if you with her yeah maybe she married or working. not married which one married or not married okay married. let's talk about married yeah let's talk about married good she's not doing oh, yeah, we'll start with married yeah she's not working maybe she was working she stopped and there she says go. I don't want to go to work anymore okay right? cool because uh, is it you your responsibility to pay the bills if we got married and she had a job before we got married. And she was, but she chose that she didn't want that job anymore. Right, she chose in the middle of our marriage. 
without having a discussion or saying, baby, I quit and I'm going to sit in this room and watch TV. So you're saying that's a problem. That as a marriage, mm. financially, y'all need to be equally yoked. Nope. No, that's no, not what I'm not saying. saying I, what I I'm saying, that. there needs to be understanding. What I'm saying specifically, and I'm not stuttering all my words look, out there. Which cam I'm at? Look. I'm not stuttering what I'm about to say. Hear me mm. out. Ladies, get them. I'm not stuttering on this. If you say to yourself, Can you pay you're my both bills? Making, Can you pay him telephone? Yes, right. If you both are making money in the household and you say, I'm going to quit my job, mm. you're doing a disservice Ooh. to your marriage because you're putting a burn, burden on your husband to pay all the mm. bills when you both came in this together. Now, if he said quit your job and stay mm. home with the kids because I'm going to take care of it, that's a different story. But you got to understand something. What's here, here's, an, here's an analogy I'm going to give you. A single dude, he has him uh, a, uh, an apartment by himself, meets his girl. They both get married. Now they buy a house. Now the relationship started off. Both of them had a job now. Now they bought this house. He was paying rent for $1,000. Now he gets a mortgage for $3,000. Both of their salary would have paid the mortgage. But as soon as they got married and bought this house together, she now has a child. Mm. She now has a child. She's no longer working. His salary was good enough to pay $1,000 rent, but they just bought a $3,000 mortgage house. But she needs to take care of the child. Now, I'm going there. All I'm right. going there. The understanding needs to be, can I take care of a $3,000 mortgage? Are we prepared to have a child? These are the conversations for me. No! Co- whoa, whoa, whoa. Not if you prepared child. to have a ha- child. The child is on the way. to get married, bro? Yep. Well, I didn't want to interfere because the conversation is based on marriage. No, but I'm saying he shouldn't have got married. He su- no, no, I'm just saying. He got married under the umbrella that there was two salaries. Listen, if you can't take care of your chick, don't get married. No, that's no, different, bro. He, he could take care, care of the chick. The chick child is but different. But then the child came along now. Yeah, the what? child. No, but even. Let, let, no, 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 no. I get what you're let, saying. Let's minus the child. Because if, if I hear you correctly, you're saying if y'all married. And, and both of y'all salaries of y'all paying y'all the bills. Paying so the you bills. good yeah, now. You good. No, you shouldn't have got married. No. Because, because, because the only way, in, in my but they're opinion, working the, man, the man should be able to manage both. Mm. Disagree. The man should be able to manage both. Disagree. That's just my opinion. If for whatever, I think, I think, I think, I think that's such you, a stereotype. Look, if you are, yeah. t- if you are too broke, I think you should that's date. Foul. I think, I think you should date. Your income bracket. No. She no, was his income on. bracket, though. No, that's a good that's point. That's what you're missing. She's not working now because of the child. Right. But what I'm saying is, and this is my but opinion. But that was his income bracket what? when they first got, when they first so, yeah. Right. But what you're I'm saying, saying is. She should have assumed that she's not going to be working, that he's the only right. income. I, so this is, this is what I believe. I believe that if you are deciding to get into a marriage that one income should manage at least the household. Oh, man. Well, there's going to be a lot of people not getting married. Agreed. And I think y'all... It's I think, too I expensive think, I, to have I, I, one I think, income. I think, y'all, I think the people who are, who are getting married are focusing on the wrong thing. They need to grind it out and get to a space. This is coming from a man, ladies and gentlemen, who's been in a very long and loving marriage. Right. And, right. And so... Roaches I, I, and rats, I, I respect, projects. I respect my brother's views because I love him to death. But... um. I'm a little, I'm a little of a older. I'm of a certain age where I just don't give a TC. I'm surprised because, so, as a as an older as an older OG, yes. triple OG, yes. Hey, but Storm played by Storm played by a rule of his own. That's bro. what I'm about you to say. That. I'm shocked that you, you can't compare yo, Storm to I, nobody. Yo, I, I would have bet money 
that Storm was gonna say pay all the bills that that the man should pay all the bills. I, I would have bet money on that. No, no, ain't no way you would have bet money on that. No, we've had conversations about this before. Ain't no way you thought Storm yo was gonna <laughs> say you he should said, pay all the bills. Storm. What's your thoughts? Huh? Let me get a view of this. <laughs> <laughs> Look, 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 I hope y'all uh, caught that one. We and we're going to rewind that back and go, huh? Huh? Man, that's huh? good. So my, my thoughts. Okay, what are we talking about, Mary? That was good. That was good. Let's, let's, talk, about let's talk about Mary. Let's talk about Mary. Okay. If we're married. Dear future wife. Um, every, every relationship is going to be different, and I don't think it has to be one stereotype for any one relationship. For me personally, uh, if I'm married, um, I'm taking care of the household bills. Okay. I'm taking care of the household bills because it's just in my nature to be a provider, right? It's my nature to be a provider. Now, at the same time. You ain't a real man if you no, ain't no, a no. provider. No, no, no. I'm, at I'm the same time, this is important. That. This yeah, is at the I, same yeah, time. I'm just fine. There is a difference. To me, it's not about paying um, the bills in that situation. To me, it's about um, appreciation, gratitude, and not having a sense of entitlement. Mm-hmm. I think that's important because I would want the person. We go out to dinner, for example. This is my whole thing. I'm gonna get the bill, right? But every once in a while, if, if the bill comes out on the table, and she's just like this, right? I got a problem with that, right? I want to be able to say, "Nah, I got it." Like every once in a while, I want her to be like, "No." So, so, so you me- want her to be able to, but doesn't have to, because you got it. I want her to be able to unless we made a joint decision and we talked about it and the decision was, I got you. I don't want it to be a situation where she comes into the marriage and we never talked about it. That's why it's so important to talk I about agree. before right. anything. I don't want it to be a situation, oh, we married now. I don't have to work no more. Like, who told you that? Right. Right. Like, like. But at what, at what point, so because here's the other thing that we're not saying, right, is also at what point does... Um, the two become one, right? At what point <laughs> I mean, I does does it become our money and not just mm. your money? See, here's the thing that Marvin started with. Ah! Never, like, no, we, um, we got the crew in the building, and so you know this is that conversation. I think women hear me out. Women hear me out. I think this is my opinion on that. Yeah. I think you should have you. You should have a joint account together, but I also Oof. think you should still have your own. Oh, my stomach hurt when you I, said that. <laughs> I still think you should still have your own individual I threw up account. A bit. And the reason why I think that, let's I just agree. say, let's just say like Christmas, yeah. something like that. I don't want to see my bank account or our bank account going down so that she can buy my Christmas gifts. Like I feel like I brought so my own damn Christmas gifts. So where is she getting money from gift. if she don't work though? It's your money anyway. No, but no, the no, thing no. is, so here, here's what I believe, right? So right, the white but woman, it's so his I, money. So I'm, I'm, a, I'm not, I'm I'm not a, saying I'm gonna make sure she gets some kind of passive right. income. But, but, here, but here's the deal, right? I'm not saying I'm not saying this. Um, this has to be the right woman. So obviously, if you married her, um, you believe that she was the right woman, yes. right? And <laughs> what I what I what I believe though is that when when it's a union again, the two does become one, and so. I do believe that the that the responsibility is on the man to be able to provide for him and his family. So whether it's just the wife or if they decide to have kids later uh, on or whatever the case may be, right? No, but listen, but listen, 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 yeah, listen, real quick, real quick, too. real quick. It's not that though, while I'm providing, she's just gonna stay home 
She okay. has to be a support system. I got a very important right? question. So she has to be able to support. So if we if we have a conversation together and we're going to have kids and she's going to stay home to take care of the kids and raise the kids or whatever, and that's a decision we made together, then, I, then I'm going to I'm gonna hold it down on a financial yeah. standpoint. Yeah, if that's if a I lot, have a job, a my job should be able to take care of the family. And if there's a situation where, you know, stuff happens and, and, and I need her as my crutch or whatever the case may be and she picks up temporarily, <laughs> then that's fine. My brother, can we go back? Back to the beginning, though. All right, let's go. Here's the beginning. Here's the beginning. And we yeah. talking the beginning about is, debt, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, yeah, this is debt. Oh, no. Yeah, you married, marriages is that, yeah, you married debt. Yeah, yeah. It's you. You're in your apartment. You neither, You don't have a house. Right. You have an apartment. She has an apartment. You both have jobs. You say, we're going to get married. We're going to buy a house. Wait, see, you shake your head. No. No. You, hey, so, you, hey, you need to listen so you, to listen, yeah. not to be, not, so the, not so to the, speak. Look, <laughs> you need, so you need the thing to listen is, to, to hear not what gonna, he said. So you're not going to marry somebody <laughs> if she lives in a house? What part is the no? You have a job. Yep. You live in an apartment. Yep. She has a job. She lives in an apartment. Yep. You both say we're going to get married. We're going to move into a house. We're going to buy the house. Right. So before, to, before wait, y'all say y'all get married, can you afford... The one household with the two, because that's what I'm saying. No, okay. About. So now, well, now, about, what if what if the man loses his job? We just talking about the man loses his job. Is a woman gonna be able to hold he, it down? Then, so then, you saying no, that both saying, households I'm need to be? I'm saying at the time of marriage. That's what I'm saying. I'm I get not, what you're saying, I'm but not, things happen. I'm not. I'm not talking about within the marriage. I'm saying at the time of marriage. At the time, you should be able to afford a house. You should be able to afford to take care of. Okay, a, now can I finish not, my example? So both should be able up, to. Can I finish my example? Still, just, continue to date. I'm just continue saying. to love each other. Build that bond, but do not get into the contractual agreement of marriage if you can't hold down the household okay, as a that man. Okay, sounds, that sounds like a good plan, but many people never do that. They never, they, I know they, they don't, right? and I'm so, telling them as a right. as, as, so as, now, as, as, your, as your prosperity coach. <laughs> so here's a thing called there's a thing called blind love. Let's like this is what they do. No, so but let you're me finish. excusing brother, bro, bro, brother Bishop Jacob. Right. Hey, like, I gotta. <laughs> Brother Bishop Jacob, <laughs> like, hold on. Two people. Yeah. We're getting married because this is the conversation they have. Are oh, we going to buy us a house? Us. But You're, did y'all talk about finances before Jesus you got married? Christ, Lord, and blood clad of Fasiana Managua. That point, though, bro. bro, you did talk finances. I make fifty thousand. Yeah, she makes fifty thousand. So together, baby, we make a hundred thousand. That's not enough. So, so, so you know, I mean, like, bro, but, but they Ash, getting started. Let's like, talk to the realization. St. Louis, they twenty one. No, they twenty one. But let's be. Let's talk to the realist. Hey, y'all always invited to St. Louis. I just won't be there. <laughs> it's it's more people who think like the way I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. than the way that you're describing. It's much more who think about we're gonna combine our money. To get married and buy a house. That's a big consensus. I get besides it. one. So now I'm just talking to the majority right now. Right. right? But the majo- but so, so the majority people married work 40-40. The majority people go- take out loans <laughs> to go to college. The majority people think debt is bad. So, so, so we so so the reason so who, for this who, show, the reason for this show I love is, it. He's is, walking is the into majority. It. Watch, watch so they right? already married. Do you watch think this. they should just get divorced? He walked into no, it. They're already married. They're already so, like, so that's what we're speaking to. So they who mind are we trying to it's the majority who does all the wrong things, right? Yeah, so who mind are we trying to change? Yeah, brother. Who, who mind are we trying to change? I got, a be, I got an even better question for you. So you believe that the man should handle all of the finances when they marry? What yes. if they married in a polygamous relationship? <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that that man should handle all the Ladies appeals? and gentlemen, but, I'm going to tell y'all. But look, same, I mean, same answer, though. You still if, think if so. The, if they're in a polygamous relationship, 
You, if you can't afford multiple wives, oh, you gotta be able to afford them. You I, have I'm to be able for to that. afford multiple wives. I'm but all you, for you it. can't afford multiple, hey, multiple wives. You, you cannot be in a polygamous relationship. You just had a conversation about this, and you just said it's for multiple wives. It's the purpose. <laughs> Damn. Look, you said you what? just said the purpose Look, is I'm for saving money and <laughs> being resourceful, and then you still saying a man is responsible. We just had this conversation. I'm confused. No, we ain't have it online. Oh, so, so now let's talk about actual financial <laughs> goals, right? <laughs> what you talking about? I say that. <laughs> so let's talk about actual financial things a household could do. Yeah. Actual financial things you can do. If if you and your sp- spouse are planning on doing a business together, yeah. which I highly recommend yes, to absolutely. take both salaries to now create a business while you're both still working. Yes. Mm. Take your salaries, start up a business, and allow your business to now create that passive income mm. to be able to buy yes. your home, to buy that I thing. Agree. 100%. I am fine with two people, and this is not the norm. This is just me speaking, right? Because a lot of people don't think this way. People need to say to themselves, it's okay to get married and live in an apartment. Yes. It's fine if to If he could say, afford the apartment by himself, yes. Who mins is this? <laughs> <laughs> it's fine to get married and live in an apartment to start up your business, get your thing together. But I do not believe in anyone saying I'm going to be with somebody just because. Like, I agree with that Being too. with somebody just because is you're literally inheriting a child that you're taking I care agree. of. I agree. And people get mystified by the thought of having someone to be with. You, you can't spend time by yourself. You yeah. already have a problem. If you saying to yourself, Damn. I need someone to complete me and make me whole, Facts. you already lost. Look, we, now, the whole now, now, doesn't now come from it. Yeah, the yeah. whole doesn't come from someone. You are the, the whole. You are the entity. Yeah. You are the train. Someone needs to understand that they need to be the caboose. Mm. And you should never say to yourself that if someone wants to be with you, for example, and I had this discussion before, oh man, this does she want to be with me? I'm doing this, I'm doing that. Shorty crazy, shorty nuts don't want to be with me. No, you know what it is? She probably sees something in you that you don't even see in yourself. Mm. Find value in worth. Mm. Don't call another person crazy, whether it be male or female, because they want to be with you. Mm. They probably found that thing in you. You just don't even acknowledge it. Mm. So what you're saying to yourself is you have no value. But now I want to go fast forward. I want to fast forward to the point of you having to understand it with someone that you two have the capability to do something. Mm. If this person is your identical twin of what you can bring to a business or to a relationship, don't be with them. You need someone to be the vice president and you the president. Mm. You don't need two presidents of a company. Mm. I only want to work with partners like this who understand that they enhance what I don't have. Mm. We all enhance what we don't have. This right here is a marriage and business and relationship that works so well because we all do different things. So why would you want to be in a relationship with somebody, somebody who does exactly what you do? So if you want, if you want to say to yourself, I want to be with someone who, who doesn't do anything or any part of this relationship, reevaluate that because marriage and relationships, it's a business. Yeah, I agree. I agree. We we are on the same page. Listen, I, yo, comments better be going crazy. I need y'all to put in the comments because we're not sure going to let is. him. Look, <laughs> ladies, we're not going to let him get away with this. Real men out there. My yeah. real men. We're not going to let him get away. No, I'm just going, joking. going viral. Yo, let me. Let, yo, yo I, I need to hear y'all thoughts. In the comments, yo, before we go, Prosperity Gems, I'll go, go first. I'll go first. Go ahead, Prosperity go Gem. Oh, you don't want to go after Marvin. Look, Prosperity Gem <laughs> of the of the week. Make sure Uh-oh. that before you get into any agreement, 
that you understand how you are going to manage that agreement, whether it's debt, whether it's marriage, whether it's school, whether it's whatever, a business relationship, whatever agreement that you decide that you're going to get into, do not get into it using your emotions. People get married because of emotions. People start businesses and partnerships because of emotions. People go to school and keep getting degrees after degrees mm. after degrees after degrees because of emotions. So shit, they get do, a prenup. But do not, <laughs> do not <laughs> allow your emotions to guide you. Allow logic and an actual plan. If you're going to get married, have a plan to make sure you can take care of your household. Mm. If you're going to get debt, make sure you have a plan that you're going to use that debt to have to, to purchase an income-producing asset so that the cash flow can pay off that mm. debt. Make sure you plan before you get into any arrangement. Man. That's good. Boom. Life waters you. Experiences in life, they water you. So what I want you to understand is that when things are watering you, it's the prime example that you are what? You are a tree. There should be no point in time in your life that you feel like you should give up. You should just get a job and just settle on that salary, settle on that business, settle in the relationship you're in, settle on the marriage you're in. You know why? Because one thing that you should always remember, you're a tree, and a tree never stops growing. So that day when you're sitting there and you're just looking out going, uh, I'm complete, and you just gave up on everything. The strongest thing on your body is your mind and your imagination. And don't ever lose that side of you that imagine you being more than you are the day you feel like you became everything you can be. Mm. You're a truth. So a little bit of practical advice first. Be careful not to lend money to your friends or your family members. Mm. You, 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 if you want a simple destruction of a relationship, give them a loan. I'm telling you this. Like, I speak from experience on this. I remember I gave people in my family um, loans, which I'll never do again. Didn't pay me back for months, even though they owed me. I'm reaching out. They weren't paying me back. And then I saw they bought their kids bikes on Christmas. So like, you just going to buy your kid a bike when you owe me money? You see what I'm saying? It's just that case. You know who not, you are. Not, you, um, I just I just gave it all out. Like, I'm talking about nice bikes, not just regular little Walmart, but I'm talking about nice bikes. So so then, you know, then and then the, I let it go. The problem is you lend some money. They don't pay you back. You let it go. They don't let it go. Mm. The guilt that they mm. have will sever that relationship. And that's why I wouldn't do that. Um, if you want to if you want to loan somebody money, I've had people who want to loan money for me to pass. And I had it to give. So I said, please don't worry about paying me back. No, but I want to pay. No, please. This is a gift to you. I don't want you to pay that back. So that's boy number one. If you can give, give. If you don't want to give, don't also don't allow somebody to take advantage of you and be codependent on you. If you don't want to give, don't give. Give it a yes or a no. Don't feel guilty about saying no if you have to say no. The next thing that I'll say is you have to learn. We're talking about debt. But one thing you got to learn how to do is you got to learn how to invest in yourself. That's going to make all of the difference in the world. Not the S&P, but the S&Me. You learn to invest in yourself. I'm telling you, the problem is with too many of you all, that's listening right now is that you don't want to invest in yourself because you think someone is trying to take advantage of you or trying to scam you. You got to understand the word scam means still confused about money. If you're 40 years old, 30, 40, 50 years old, and you don't have at least a couple hundred thousand dollars to your name and your account, you've already been scammed by society. 
You got to let go of the seed and stop treating the seed like it's your harvest. You hold it on tight to the seed. A seed cannot grow if you don't release it into good soil to allow it to grow the way it needs to grow. And when you plant that seed, I didn't say bury the seed because when you bury it, it dies. When you plant it, it can grow. When you plant that seed, you got to water it with the expectation that it's going to grow. Every time that I plant a seed, I plant that seed in my mind expecting it's going to 10x at least Mm. in its return. And because I believe that it's going to 10x and because I expect that and because I'm watering it with that expectation and I'm nurturing it with that belief system, it always at least 10x. When I drop $10,000, it turns into $100,000. Drop $100,000, it turns into a million. I recently invested $600,000 at one time in two days within myself. It turned into $7 million. So what I'm telling you to do is drop that seed into good soil with expectation, water it with belief, and you will be surprised at how fast it's going to grow for you. Bars! Let's go. Prosperity bars! All right. All right, y'all. Yo, take yo, us out today. Yo, we wrapping it up. The pros- the path to prosperity oh. podcast Wednesdays Wednesdays <laughs> eight p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Wednesday. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Winning Wednesdays. The path to prosperity podcast. Ash Cash, the financial motivator. Storm Leroy, the, the employed millionaire. millionaire. Marvin Mitchell, Mister Become Your Own Bank. We gotta Close take it out. Hands hey, up, uh, fist up, everybody. Fist, fist up. up, everybody. Put your fist up. This is what we do. So make sure you sharing this. Spreading all around the gram, all over YouTube, everywhere you can spread it because this is our call. Like, we are wishing and praying for prosperity over your life. And when we say prosperity, we're not just talking about money. We're talking about your relationships, your health. I want you to get in tune with who who, who you are. Find your purpose. Self-identify that. When you do that, I want you to plant out the seed of what you want into the universe. And I promise you it's going to come back to you tenfold. So this week, I want you to plant that seed with expectations. See where it grows. And on the end of three, we're going to, on the count of three, we're going to say dominate. You ready? One, two, three. Dominate! Let's go. Let's go. Always seek knowledge.